Hello, and welcome back to the Inside Out Interpersonal Transformation Podcast with your host, Tommy Acerno, where I am supporting you, you corporate professionals, you leaders out there who are experiencing some difficult relationships and you are looking for ways to transform that so that you can show up more calm, cool, content, feel much more collaborative in these relationships, um, feel more passion, feel more enthusiasm in your work. And today I'm doing something a little different uh, than usual. You usually spend about 15, 20 minutes talking about a recent experience and how that applies. Um, I thought I would bring in what I'm going to call the big guns and bring an amazing, amazing person that I, that I am so thrilled to have here. Um, her name is Anna Melikian, and she has an outstanding podcast called the Mindset Zone Podcast. We'll talk more about that. Please listen to it. Highly recommend it. I'm going to plug so much of her podcast because it's, it's so amazing. It's so powerful. Um, but I wanted to bring her in because you know, so much of this work on an inside out interpersonal transformation, I mean, that's it. It's about working from the inside out. So Anna has amazing experience and expertise in working with people in their mindset and, and helping to create success and strategies in that way. So first of all, welcome Anna. It's so amazing to have you here. A pleasure to be here. Oh my gosh. Um, so I say we start at the beginning. What, what brought you into this line of work, Anna? And that is always a, a great way to begin from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, my background was all in psychology, uh, between academia and the psychotherapy as a practice, as a psychotherapy. And if people are wondering about my accent, I'm originally from Portugal. Uh, so I raised and uh, I did my studies there. And then I went to England and Spain and where I did all my academia training and psychotherapy training. Um, and um, one of the things that we do in academia is traveling, presenting in conferences. And I came here to the United States, Phoenix, Arizona. That is where I live now. And uh, in one uh, of the Congress that I came here to present, I met the person that a couple of years later became my husband. And as part of that personal journey was moving here to the United States. And suddenly I had to reinvent myself professionally uh, because the rules of our psychology and psychotherapy work in Europe are very different here of the United States. And in my own quest to find the uh, uh, the third door, a big door slap in my face. I was looking for windows and another door. I discovered this beautiful thing called life coaching that I thought, whoa, this is all, all my training in psychology, all my training in psychotherapy that was a lot about the inside, the personal development element. We are the tool that we have to help others is the tool is us. And we have to sharpen that tool as much as possible. That was all um, the school of psychotherapy that I was in. So personal development was a big element of it. And life coaching is just another amazing tool for personal development. So uh, I start to tap into it, to find my own north and, and where I was wanting to redirect my life professionally and even uh, because meanwhile, I got married and uh, started a family. 
And I really say, I love this. I can bring all my background and help people with this tool. So I decided to become a life coach. Love the training, amazing transformation, all that good stuff, ready to start my business. And oh, oh, what happened next? Because, yeah, in Portugal and in Spain, I was very lucky without realizing how much luck that I had because Honestly, for my private practice in psychotherapy, I had to print business cards. That was my marketing, printing business cards with the dress of my, where I had office at the time, because I was teaching in a private university there. So that gives me the credibility, visibility. People were the ones asking me, do you see people? I have somebody that I would like you to refer to or people I read this about you, I really, really would like to work with you. So when here in the United States as a life coach, I was not just figuratively, metaphorically, I was literally a needle in the haystack, even with a beautiful website. There's so many people out there with this amazing tool that made me, okay, and now where are the clients? And the uh, a part of my mindset about these things is that if there is a problem, let looks for a solution. If there are other people doing it, there has to be a way, a process to doing it. So I start to study what other people were doing out there to be successful online. And in that quest, I found the book Yourself Solid System that was created. Um, the book uh, is the author of the system and book is Michael Port. And uh, I got the book that starts to transform the way that I was, the mindset, my belief and perspective about marketing. Because until then, I was always seeing marketing and sales as something that I had, oh, I had to do this. And with the book Yourself Solid, I, I realized that was the shift there, that marketing and sales is just another way of communicating. The marketing mainly is a way of creating relevance, awareness, and communicating. And I like that. So that I start to enjoy the process. And the sales is really by working, by being able to invite somebody to work with us in a more direct way, one-on-one or in the group format, we have a better opportunity and we are in a better position to help the other person. So that reframing was extremely transformational. And I start to see things happening and be much more effective online. And other people that were with me in the journey start to ask, what are you doing that is working? And I will start to speak about the book Yourself Solid. And to make a long story short, I reach out to Michael. I became part of one of his training programs. And a couple of years later, I was one of the coaches. And now I'm the director of education for Book Yourself Solid. Um, and uh, from a life coach, I transform into a business coach that I'm helping other people. I like to work with um, uh, different makers, people that want to make a difference. They mm. want to really leave a positive impact out there. So by helping them to be more effective online, uh, I really creating a bigger impact out there. That is very important for me. Oh. So beautiful. Yes. Having that, that impact. And, and, and what sounds like a lot of your, 
your your talent is your superpower is 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 creating solutions is finding those new windows those new like doors are closing new windows are opening new doors and you're looking for these new solutions and it's not only that you're just looking for them but that you can really grasp onto them and really take them to that next level right it wasn't just getting maybe your undergraduate degree or starting graduate school like you were very very you saw the path of, of academia and education and, and you really grew there. And then you came to the United States and Phoenix. Um, I'm going to be near there in, in a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> and uh, um, uh, it's like, where can I go from here? And I discovered life coaching and it built up and up and up and then book yourself solid. And, and now not only are you, you're a coach, but you're directing the operations or education and and really supporting those difference makers out there. And I, and I feel like so much of our journeys are aligned in that way. Right? When, when I went through the IPET coach training program, I, I was back in the classroom as an associate, as an assistant trainer, later as a lead in training, and now a lead trainer for them as well, helping to co-create new coaches. And so I think both of us are, both of us are pulled to, to educating, to teaching, to opening, to finding those solutions and, and do it in a way that, 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 really grabs those difference makers. And that's, that, that's a big part of the inspiration behind inside out interpersonal transformation is it's making it a difference in people's relationships so that they can be successful. They can be these different difference makers. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, there's a quote I want to come to. I'll come back to it here in just a little bit from, from your website, but from your point of view with the people you work with, say the coaches you've worked with, or especially the corporate professionals you've worked with, um, how have you noticed their mindset affecting their relationships and their success. Oh, um, so let, let's go first mindset and success and yeah. sustainable success. And then the relationships, uh, uh, we can take it from there to the relationship level. I like to see that for us to have a sustainable success in business and in life in general, I like to see, imagine a triangle one side of the triangle is mindset, is our beliefs, how we see the world, uh, the perspective that we have, and we can do a lot of work in terms of the mindset, extremely powerful mindset shifts. Even small mindset shifts can be extremely powerful. But that is just one part of the triangle. Then another side of the triangle is about having some kind of strategy, some kind of plan. Uh, yeah, we can get without that, but we still is the trial and error. Um, we still have a, have a sense of direction. Uh, if we don't have a plan of strategy, it's going to be not very straight. The side of that triangle is going to be a bumpy road. But if we have, if we know the true north, we still can arrive there. But I love to have a strategy. I love to have a plan. So you have the right mindset. You can work your mindset. You can have a good plan, a good roadmap blueprint, but you still need another side of the triangle that is implementation. You have to be implementing. You can have the more amazing dream and the more amazing mindset and the, the great plan if you are not making it happen by implementing it day in, day out, even, or mainly when things are a little bit harder, you are not going to make the magic. So that is a lot. And our mindset, I see it as fundamental, as essential, but not enough. 
we have to have the other components there too. And uh, uh, that for me is the secret of success. And part of it, because we are not just a triangle isolating universe to implement and to get the best strategies and to learn from others. And even for our mindset, we need to connect with other people with that relationships with other people. Uh, and uh, famous in the mindset world on entrepreneurial world, we say we are the average of six or five people that we surround ourselves with. Why? Why is that? Uh, uh, it's because the, their way of seeing the world influences our way of seeing the world. If we're surrounding ourselves with people that see possibilities out there, we are going to see more possibilities out there. If we surround ourselves with people that have a very narrow view of the possibilities or, or reality, it's more difficult for us to have that expansive view. So that at the mindset level is our relationship so important with diversity, in my opinion, learning from different sources. Then in terms of strategies, I think there is a time that we are exploring and we have to explore different things. But when we find there are many strategies and plans that work, we have to one that resonates with us, that is in alignment with our values. And then just don't overthink, don't overanalyze, just go for it and implement it, implement it, implement it. And there you really, I learned so much with others and from others in terms of high performance, in terms of what we know about using our energy and um, uh, all the resources that we have to be able to make things happen. I don't know if I replied to the question, your question, but that are my Well, as a fellow coach, you know that there are no right or wrong questions and definitely no right or wrong answers. Um, So, (laughs) no, I mean, so many things I think align so beautifully. And the the first piece, especially on mindset, and when you're talking about that 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 famous uh, phrase or or um, um, ism, I suppose you can call it, of you know you're the average of five or six people that you surround yourself with. That that's a big pillar of of the work that I'm doing, and I call it broadcasting. It's when when we do work from the inside out. What I mean by that is doing the work that that shifts that energy that we broadcast out into the world. Because you're right, because exactly that other people influence us, and so we reverse that and say how how can your energy shift, client, so that you're broadcasting a different signal so that you're positively influencing others, which then it multiplies. Then next thing you know, their energy is higher and that comes back to you. And it's this, this, this really remarkable, I I wouldn't believe it myself if I haven't seen, if I had not seen my clients do the same thing or myself do the same thing, um, of seeing how, how our energy can positively uplift and influence others. But what, what I think is really powerful about what you said is we do not stop there. You know, we can sit in meditation and broadcast positive, amazing energy, um, but that's not that's not what we're here to do. We're we're meant to play in this world. We're meant to interact with this world, and so that means that does mean doing. It does mean taking action, and you can do a strategy. and And, and I love how you approach that because I think for some of us, strategy can be intimidating. Strategy can be scary. It can be, or it could be like, I, I, I don't want strategy. I'm free. I'm flexible. Like I'm autonomous. I don't want any of those things. And what you said is really, really powerful, which is 
there are a lot of strategies out there. Don't pick the, the right one. Pick the one that aligns with you and your values and then do the work and do the action aligned with that. Um, so of course you answered the question and, and did so in such um, a beautiful way. And so I promised I wanted to come, come to this quote because um, I'm curious to see maybe how, how you live it, I, I think might be fascinating to hear about. Uh, it's top and center on your website. It says life is two days and the first we spend waking up. I wanna say that one more time. Life is two days and the first we spend waking up. And you talk more about this on your website, but what is that, what does that quote really do for you? It's a reminder. Yeah. It's really a reminder because I have several awakenings. Uh, and it's not that uh, we can say, well, wake one and it's done. No. Uh, that uh, I must be in my 20s when there was a Portuguese song that I used to listen in the radio that had that uh, phrase that really impacted me. And at the time was like in the beginning of my adulthood, my independence and okay, I was waking up from my teenage years and starting to offer my life in a more independent way and decide where I was wanting to go. So it was very meaningful for that at that time. But now I'm in my 40s uh, is, uh, and I had some battles health-wise. Um, I had um, some uh, with cancer and came out in the day and then things are looking really good. But that is another awakening. That is another, and what you say, with the decades, uh, comes life challenges and experience and uh, we can learn, hopefully we will learn from the tumbles that life gives us and uh, uh, transform that hardships into opportunities, the lemons in lemonade and uh, in gifts that we can uh, transform and learn from. Uh, and it's another awakening because you... Uh, we look. We cannot look to the past in the same way or to the future in the same way after we have that awakening. We see it is really uh, some life experiences and are um, make other says like when we have that awareness when we have when something clicks. We cannot uh, re put that. Uh, how, how, how do they say? Put the the, uh, the uh, paste on the tube again. It's mm -hmm. out. And we, we have to decide, okay, are we going to leave this messy or are we going to do something with it? And I like to do something with it. So, um, and that is, and I'm sure that I will have other way, wake up again in the future and look back, oh, okay, that is part of the journey, but I, I, I want to embrace that and feel each time and each new challenge and new opportunity to learn a new awakening that I have as to grab life in, even in a more stronger way and being, feeling more alive and more like the, and then I think it's again, the decades um, when we arrived to, us, to the forties, fifties, um, we realized that why the other people expectations have a different value. Uh, and I think we have the opportunity uh, to really, okay, <laughs> uh, we start to arrive to that middle of the road. There are enough forward. If we are lucky, yes, there was back. 
So how do we want to use that time? Literally, if life is two days and we arrive more or less to the middle point, now we have one more day. What are we going to use on that one more day? And to really be purposeful, to feel meaning and to um, live our mini dent in the universe, but feel that we are living. And uh, that is one of the things that I like, who I work a lot with. Uh, many of my clients are baby boomers, late generation Xers, but they don't want to throw the towel. They know that they have a lot of things to give, to give to themselves, to give to the others. And uh, this new world of online may be a little bit intimidating for them, but they, they are determined to get the handle of it and make the best use of it. And I love to be one of their guides in their process, helping them, teaching them how to use these tools to spread their message and their impact out there. Amazing. Amazing. And, and because the, the key to that, of course, is waking up. Um, and, and it's not, it's about waking up to where you are. And, and I mentioned this earlier. So now it makes a lot more sense as we start to learn more about each other. It makes a lot more sense why this, this, this uh, lyric from, from the Portuguese song that it's inspired by hit you so well, because you're so amazing as, you know, anytime the toothpaste is out of the tube, your thought isn't, how do I get it back in the tube? It's what do I do with this? It's uh, another, uh, you know, Rich Litvin, he wrote The Prosperous Coach. He likes to say, messy is sexy. Like, we can work with a mess. Um, we can do something with that. But without the awareness, without waking up, we're not going anywhere. And the moment we have that awakening, when day one ends, it's a beautiful, precious, precious time because you realize you do have day two to then decide what you're going to do with it. And, 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 and I love that you brought this up. There isn't just one awakening. We actually have several awakenings, but whatever your awakening is, whenever it happens, that's the start of day two, which means the day of doing something, the day of action, the day of what, what kind of solutions can I create from this? And if you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to Anna's podcast, my guess is that you're all, you've already had some kind of an awakening, right? You've either, if you're listening to my podcast, you already had an awakening that there's, uh, there's, there's room to grow. There, there's a messy, uh, perhaps a messy toothpaste out of the tube relationship right now at work. And you're on to day two, which is what do I do about this? Um, you know, if you're a late Gen X or if you're a baby boomer and you, you have that pull to do something, you want more, there's more you're going to give to the world. That's your awakening. And, and Anna's going to support you with that. And, and, and that's what I think is so cool about our kind of work is uh, th there is so much out there. There is so many, so many resources, but the awakening is an individual journey. It's, it's per person and no one can, we, we can't wake someone up. Sometimes life can do it. Uh, <laughs> life is, it has a pretty good snooze alarm or it's not a snooze button, uh, an alarm clock. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's, it's up to each one of us to, to have that awakening. And then, and I love, cause you know, you also talk about the, the, the nature of freedom and that even in constraint can deliver some freedom. So how does constraint provide freedom in, in that second day after you woke up? 
<laughs> and I'm all about seeing possibilities. Yeah. That is part of who I am and one of my core values and one of my strengths. And the, one of the things that I teach people, seeing possibilities. And at the same time, I know that if we're just staying on the seeing possibilities with not deciding, now I'm going to take this one and go with it, we are limiting ourselves. There is where constraints provide us freedom. So we have this time to do this. Let's do it. Let's get it done. Because if we don't have that constraint, we keep pondering along, going along, and that, oh, and don't get it done. So that is an example we need, even for creativity. Uh, if you think about people that live from their creativity, like writers, painters, and many other artists, they have to create constraints for their creative process to come up. Typically, the writer is set up in front of their uh, computer or in old times, the typewriter on their paper and just write. Even if it's not good, they have just to be there to do their work. Um, or the painter, we, it's not, um, sometimes I think we fall a little bit, oh, if I'm inspired, well, I will do it. Uh, the inspiration usually more often happens. I don't, yes, sometimes we are struck with it, but more often happens when we create the constraints, the conditions for being right for it to happen. So uh, it's not either or, uh, but let's use all the tools that we have. Yeah, it's like, as soon as you gave that metaphor, because I know you love to teach and speak in metaphors, it's a very effective teaching technique. And I think you mentioned it on your website too. Um, Right, you have a canvas that actually provides a, co a constraint. Yeah. At the same time, to an artist, that's they have complete freedom, complete creative freedom. So it's really just about having some kind of structure, which I, again, why I think your triangle approach makes a lot of sense because that's the canvas, that's the structure that's going to support you in where you are right now. You woke up, congratulations. Now let's go on to day two and, and decide what it is you want to create. Now, just like an artist, you can use any paint you want, any brush you want. It, it, you don't even have to use paint and brush. You can use, you know, it's a mosaic or who knows, you know, I know a couple artists, use a lot of different mediums. Um, and it, the, the opportunity though is still there to express yourself and express what's still inside, ready to, to give and express. Um, so uh, one more thought here, and then, and then, uh, and then I think we'll, I'd love to learn more about how, how folks can reach out to you. Uh, I guess I'm just kind of picking apart your website, but I really enjoyed <laughs> reading through all of it uh, this week. You end with, master your thoughts, your time, and your talents for your most significant contributions yet. How would you best describe what that mastery is or looks like? Trying, going for it, not being waiting for perception. Just the, is again, the implementation thing, because I'm a recover perfectionist. I'm a recover yes, yes. orcolic. And uh, it's part of the learning journey. But if we are not doing, if we are not improving, we are really, how can we master? Um, and yet, there is, how do you say, I love the, another metaphor of, if we think about software development the minimal viable product. Mm -hmm. We run with it, we learn from it, and then version point 
1.2.3, then version two. I think that is a great way, mainly for entrepreneurs, for business and for life in general. Just let's be out there, do the best that we can and learn from it and then go again. Amazing. Well, what I love about that is mastery is not, you, the way you describe it, mastery is not a goal. It's not a destination. It's, it's an approach. Mastery is going for it and then learning and iterating from it. Um, and I love, yes, coming from the corporate technology world, I definitely resonate with metaphors like MVPs and even uh, Reed Hoffman uh, also has a fantastic uh, podcast called Masters of Scale, one of my favorites. And uh, he's a co-founder of LinkedIn. And he, fa he famously says, uh, if you're not embarrassed by the first product, meaning the first software you put out, then you waited too long. <laughs> you should be embarrassed. That version 0 0.01 is the one that you push out into the world. Um, you know, what's version, well, I love this metaphor. Here we go, Anna. You know, what's, <laughs> what's version 0 0.01 of you in your relationships, and this is rhetorical for everybody, mm -hmm. you know, in your relationships, in your business, in your career, um, in any area of life that you you feel like you've had an awakening towards and you're looking for date, you're looking at day two, what does version 0 0.01 look like? And then, and then go and do it. Um, Anna, this has been absolutely astounding. Uh, we could talk for hours easily. Um, I, I wanted to borrow just a small portion of your time. So, uh, what what are some good ways for people to reach out to you, learn more about you, um, and connect with you if they're interested? So my name is where I am all everywhere, Anna Malikian, that I presume that you will put that on the notes Absolutely. too. Uh, but if if you are listening to this in a as a podcast format, go to Mindset Zone to seem to subscribe to my podcast. And then mindset.zone will take you to my website, the, the podcast page in my website, that is annamalikian.com. And that is where I keep everything up to date of what I'm doing. Oh, beautiful. So funny story, how I found Anna. And actually, she doesn't even know this story, um, you know, because I was looking for some other podcasts to potentially uh, partner with in some way. And the way I found your podcast is I pulled up Apple Podcasts, my, my local app, and I look for uh, podcasts that I think would be similar to this one, right? And yours was in like the top four that was listed in business. And I did exactly what you suggest. I went for it. I was like, I'm going to email this amazing person and I'm probably not going to get a response, but I'm going to go for it anyway. And not only did I get a response, but um, I have the honor of sharing space and time with you today. I'm going to cry. I get emotional that way sometimes. Um, so it's such an honor to have you here. I'll absolutely have your name in the uh, in the show notes and links to your, your podcast, your website, so people can learn more um, about you. And if you're, if you're just, mine's a relatively new podcast still at this point. So if you're just now listening, um, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, subscribe. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I was going to say, yeah, of course, because Anna's a very accomplished podcaster. Um, <laughs> and so another reason why having you here is such a tremendous gift and a treat and, and speaks volumes to your, um, your energy, your power, and, and the differences, difference that you're making in this world. So thank you so much, Anna. My pleasure. Cool. Uh, thanks again, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I will talk to you all soon. Ciao.